Hi, I'm Debbie Harbeck, and I'm a certified life coach working with women in midlife and through the menopause transition. So each week, I'll be sharing the latest information, inspiration, and generate some momentum so you can move forward and feel more in control of your changing midlife body and your life. Let's go. Okay, so welcome back to the Midlife Momentum Podcast. I am so happy you've joined me today because I have a very special guest here with me, Sammy Wilson. Sammy, also known as the Pocket PT, is a movement and mobility coach with a BSc in sports and exercise science and a qualification as a level three personal trainer. Sammy is also a retired elite athlete who competed for Great Britain as part of the artistic swimming team. And she's since been navigating staying mobile while spending a lot of time at a desk, which I think a lot of us can relate to. So welcome to the podcast, Sammy. Hi, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So yeah, that's amazing. You've been an elite athlete and now you are on the other side of things where you're, you know, helping people with their personal training and exercise science but specifically you're into mobility training. So can you tell me a little bit how you got into mobility training and maybe what what that means exactly? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Well, it's something that I personally needed myself. So like you said, I used to be kind of an elite athlete. I used to train full-time, used to be training. It was up to like 45, 50 hours a week. So it was a lot of exercise I was doing. And then I basically retired from that. must have been about 10 years ago. And kind of just went into a series of like desk jobs like normal person work that kind of thing and um for a while I was like you know I I developed all these like um these back pains this like fatigue this like I actually had like quite chronic chronic back pain um all these different aches and pains and all these different things and yeah I was I was really confused for a while because I was like you know I've been doing this this really hard intense training and I've kind of been injury free throughout that and then I've stopped that so in my head I'm like my body should be better right I should suddenly be finding things easier I should have more energy all this kind of stuff but it was the exact opposite it was you know I was in more pain and less energy and it it did take me a while to figure out you know I went to see physios and stuff for for the back pain I was having especially and a lot of them were kind of like oh it's probably because you're you're not doing enough right you're sat down all day and um it did actually take me a while to believe them because I was kind of like in the headspace of I was still doing exercise at the time right so before and after work I was like going um to the gym or swimming or something like that so in my head I was like I'm still actually really active as a person and I was kind of like not willing to believe for a while that it was because of inactivity I was like oh no it must just be an injury or something but after a while of like listening to them and finally doing what they said and being like okay it's moving throughout the day I've I've incorporated more of the mobility training myself so that's just for me, that's just moving more in like different ways, as many ways as possible. So not getting stuck into the routine of just doing like one sport or one type of exercise or something, but moving my body often and in different ways. And it really has helped me. Like my my back's getting a lot better. It's definitely helped with energy levels, moving more and that kind of thing. And I think from working in an office, I've seen similar things in other people like my colleagues I worked in the office with, they had the same problems. They were all sore and achy. And and I really just want to help more people realise that I think the solution is kind of simpler than we think sometimes. We're like, you know, when you haven't got energy, you're like, oh, I need some kind of new supplement or new training routine or something. But often it is just movement and it really is that simple. 
Yeah. And it's, it's super important because like you said, it's not really about adding exercise to your day because we always talk about, well, we just need to do more exercise. Then we'll feel more energetic or eat differently, but it's really about, like you said, mobility. So just moving it's movement basically. So what is that exactly? So when you say mobility, as opposed to just exercise, what is, is it that you're doing differently that has helped you? Okay. So for me, um, mobility is kind of, it, it definitely can be classed as a type of exercise they're not sort of separate things. So if you're looking at like, like a yoga session, for example, that, you know, you can look at that as doing your exercise, but that's also, you know, obviously a really good way of mobility. But for me, it's just moving, you know, more throughout the day. So it's remembering that if you do kind of like a, an hour in the gym in the evening, for example, or, you know, go out for a run or something, that that isn't really enough to be moving your body in all the ways it wants to. So, you know, it is remembering to move throughout the day in as many ways as you can. And also remembering to move your body in all the different ways that your body can move. So it, it likes using all the different types of movements it can do, right? And in life and you know especially if you go to the gym and if you're using like the machines and that kind of thing we do tend to move in like a very single plane so we'll sort of bend and straighten like your legs or your arms or whatever but we are that very one-dimensional even if you think about like you know walking or running it's all just going forwards and backwards and our bodies also like to move like sideways and they like to twist and all those different kinds of movements so it really is just doing everything that your body can and wants to do and for me mobility is also about like building the strength so it's not just about being able to like you know we're not looking to be like flexible gymnasts here are we right we're not looking to just be able to stretch as far as we can we need strength in those positions so that's why we need to strengthen and sort of stretch at the same time in order to make it more applicable I guess to to your life or you know just feeling better in general I, I and I totally agree with that I love that you said that we do tend to move in one plane a lot of the time, like walking, running, we're always moving in this forward and backwards motion. And we're not, we're forgetting we, we rotate, we, we twist, we bend, we, we can do all these, we can move in all these different planes and we don't do that. That's what I do love. I, I teach yoga and that's what I love about it is that it, it, it has me going into these different directions mm -hmm. and doing things that I, we don't necessarily do every single day, but that we should do every single day. And I know how good it feels because I've worked at a desk job just to, you know, twist every so often. Oh my gosh, does it, it feels so good because you don't realize that you're just sitting still some of the time that just a simple movement can change everything. So, so a lot of us have become like sedentary. A lot of us are sitting a lot of the day, whether it be now at home because of the pandemic, a lot of people are working from home at a desk or they're working in an office. So what can we do to be more mobile in our days? There's quite, there's quite a few things you can do, actually, but um, it is just moving more throughout the day. So one of the things that I always recommend for like all my clients, everything, everyone I work with is um, this little timer hack, right? So you set up a timer on your phone and you're going to pick whatever intervals you think are realistic for you. So, you know, depending on how much work you're doing, how much, how busy you are, it might be, you know, every half an hour would be great, but you, maybe you can't do that. Maybe it's every hour or every two hours, but you're just going to set your timer. And every time that timer goes off, well, first of all, you press repeat so that it's going to do it again. 
but you you just get up and you do something any kind of movement and I'll go into that but the most important thing is just get up and do something and if you're someone like me that is likely to just press snooze or repeat and be like you know if you're in the middle of an important email or something you might be like oh I'm just gonna do that in five minutes and then you'll forget and the next one will go off and you'll be like no I forgot I didn't do it a really good trick is to make sure that your phone is where you can't reach it so you're gonna have to get up out of your seat to go and turn that alarm off anyway so you know firstly while you're up you're more likely just be like, oh I'll just carry on and do the thing anyway and secondly even if you are really really busy and you're like this isn't a good time I can't go and do it now at the very least you've got up off your backside to go and turn your phone off so that's something and in terms of what you can do when that alarm goes off it it does depend on your office situation or where you're working you know whether you just get up and walk around a bit or whether you um do some simple yoga moves anything like that or you know exercise at your desk go and make everyone a drink whatever it is but just doing something every time that goes off will just keep you moving more throughout the day okay so is there a time like I know you said an hour or two hours is there like an optimal time like what would be optimal or is there an optimal in terms of how often we should get up and do this I mean, it really is as often as possible. Like optimal, I guess, would be like every 20 minutes. That'd be great. But Mm -hmm. I do know that's not realistic for a lot of people. And the thing here is that we want you to set goals that you can achieve. The last thing I want to do is be like, you've got to get up every 20 minutes. And then if you fail, you know, three and four of the times and you're like, I'm just not doing this. And then you'll just give up because you'll be like, you know what? This is too hard for me. I can't fit this in. I'm not going to do it. So even if it means starting easier, so starting with, You know, you could probably do more, but start with a number that you could definitely do achievably. And then at least you've got that sort of tick off in your brain, right? You've been like, yes, I've completed my goal. I'm proud of myself. I did my goal for today. And then if you go through like a few weeks and you've just done it every day and it's easy, then maybe make it a little bit shorter and just Mm -hmm. make it more often until it's sort of your optimal, because that's going to be different for everyone. Okay. I like that. I like that it's you know, you start with something doable. And this is also what I I do with my clients is we start with something doable that you Mm -hmm. you know, you can achieve and just get good at that and then start working on doing more of it. So it's a great approach. And is there any, you know, ways to move? I know you said just walking to get a glass of water, but is there any particular movements that we should be aware of any particular ways that we should move that would be helpful? and, And for how long? Like, when we do get up, is it again, is it, is it, do we start with like, okay, it's uh, 20 seconds or 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then we work our way up from there or what do, what do you suggest? Um, it's, it's just again, what's manageable. So yeah, I, I would start with, if, if you're really struggling for time or that kind of thing, then yeah, 20, 30 seconds is great. And then increase that to maybe, you know, be a couple of minutes. And it also depends on where you're working. Like if you're working from home, you can probably get away with doing, you know, a little yoga sequence or something, but if you work in an office, that might be a bit weird to just, you know, roll out your yoga mat and have a have a little go. So it does depend on where you are, what you can get away with. Um, and that's that's where if it is sort of the office situation, you can look at things more like just going for a walk or there's exercises you can even do at your desk. But I always recommend So even just stuff like, you know, bending your neck, uh, twisting to one side. You can sort of use your chair to twist. You could just stand up and sit down. You can like cross you know your legs over to get a bit of a glute stretch one other thing that I was speaking about the other day someone actually is doing stuff in your regular routine so this maybe isn't even necessarily at work but 
things like I was speaking to a friend that always does um, toothbrush squats. So every time she's cleaning her teeth for those two minutes, she just squats and it's just a part of the thing and, you know, a daily routine. Even I was speaking to my mum the other day and every, she told me, this is out of the blue, that every time she takes the bin bag out, she does like 10 bicep curls with the bin bag before she like puts it in the big outdoor bin. So just little things like that, almost like have fun with it. Just see where you can fit a bit more movement into your life when you wouldn't usually be moving. But yeah, stuff at your desk and every safe stuff is really easy to fit in. Yeah, I like that. I like just thinking of it's it's really about your creativity, I guess, too, is how mm, can you yeah. fit these things in? I know that I've done like push-ups at the countertop when I've been in the kitchen cooking, you know, do just do five push-ups here, just do little mobility things or or dance or just move my body in different ways as I'm or stand on one leg. That's something yeah. I've started to do now too, because I, I've been having hip issues. So I'm learning to yes. use the stabilizer muscles in my, in my glutes to be able to reinforce my hip. And just by standing on one leg, doing things is, is interesting. So it's not just really about, because I think the mentality sometimes is to just go to the gym, push yourself, push yourself hard. And you do that, you know, maybe three times a week and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's good for, you know, burning some calories, or maybe you will build some strength, but you definitely won't be helping yourself in terms of how you can move. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, and I'm in my 50s now, it, that just becomes so important. I didn't realize, and I know you're a little younger, I didn't realize, but you have had back pain. And so you do know how debilitating that can be, mm-hmm. like how you're so limited. And I think that's where a lot of people I'm working with are starting to get limited in what they can do. And that's kind of scary. So mm-hmm. it's just, it sounds like it's just a matter of getting up more regularly, making this conscious effort. And it doesn't even have to be hard. It's just a matter of doing small things, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. And the good thing about it as well is if you are training, so like you mentioned, if your if your goal is something to do with burning calories or you know losing weight or getting stronger, anything like that, that is more gym based, the mobility helps with that as well in the sense that you are much more like, no, much less likely, sorry, to pick up an injury and that kind of thing because it prepares your body. So if you're going to go to the gym and sort of lift weights, you know, with your arms, for example, if your shoulders are mobilized, they can move in the ways they're meant to um mobility is also a really good warm-up as well just to get your muscles ready but if you've done all that kind of stuff you are less likely to hurt yourself which is then gonna you know obviously put you back in tracks in terms of reaching your goals and not only that not only the injury side but it also makes you more energized to go so I don't know if you've ever tried this but if you've been sat in an office all day um I used to do this in the office I used to work at and then had a plan to go to the gym after work if I've been sat down all day, the likelihood of me being like, I really don't feel like going to the gym today is quite high. And I saw that in other people that I worked with as well. If we sat down all day, they're like, nah, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Whereas just just little bits of movement throughout the day, it just keeps your energy on that level that you're, the more you move, the more you want to move, right? So it keeps you more likely to go to the gym. And also the mobility does help to stretch out the muscles, right? So if you if you are sore and achy from the gym, it then helps reduce that. So you're more likely to go back to the gym and stick with your plan. Mm. So even if you're listening and thinking, oh, this isn't really relevant because my goal is just, you know, strength or weight loss or something, this will help with those goals as well. I love that. Yeah, it's so true that, and and it, 
it's your mind and your body working together in there, I guess. It's just, if you're moving more, you're more likely to move more, <laughs> right? It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but it's so true that a lot of people say, I don't have the energy to go to the gym. I don't have the energy. But if you move more, you actually get more energy. It's it's kind of counterintuitive. You think, oh, if it's going to take too much energy to do my workout, but and actually doing your workout, you'll gain energy. So it's that kind of counterintuitive thinking that we have to bring into this. And it's so true. The more you move, the more you want to move. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. I love that. It's mindset. It's body. And it's, it's so true because I've been there too. I've been in an office job where I've sat down all day. And the last thing I want to do is go to the gym, (laughs) (laughs) but the more I get up, the more I move around, it always feels good to get up and move. And no matter what I do, if going up and down the stairs or just going to, like you said, get a cup of tea or Mm -hmm. do whatever, it just feels good. And, and that's in those moments are, I know my body is meant to do that. Right. Yeah. Definitely. right our bodies are meant yeah. for that yes yeah. so it's exactly like you say it, it is physical and mental so on the physical level like you know when you move more you know even you know your the joints the more they move the more like synovial fluid they release and the better your joints actually feel they feel more mobile you feel you know less old and less creaky and all those kinds of things but then also on the mental level like when you when you move more you know it gets more of the oxygenated blood moving on your body more of that gets your brain you know, you do, your brain literally works better when you move more, you know, you have better memory, better cognitive function, better like creativity, all those things. So, you know, you will feel better. You're, you know, you release endorphins, you will just naturally feel in a better mood. So yeah, it's definitely physically and mentally, like you say. It is. And and we like to separate them. I don't know why we do this or where we learn to separate. Well, we have to work out our body. Our minds are a completely separate thing, but they're not. They're not. Our brain is very much attached to our body and getting that blood circulating by movement definitely helps your brain. It just physically makes sense. And then like emotionally, all the hormones in our bodies get moving as well. And we have these reward hormones when we do move. So I mean, it is all interconnected and we have to remember that, that just by going to the gym doesn't mean you're just moving your body. You're doing so much more. You're doing so much more. It affects, like you said, your, your um, creativity and your focus and so many other things. So, and so it just makes sense that getting up to move more often during the day would, you would just get more of that. Yeah, definitely. Right. Use that if anyone at work's gonna tell you off and be like, you need to get to your desk, you need to be more productive, you're moving too much. Just be like, you know what? It's actually helping my productivity, it's making me work better. That's Use that. <laughs> so I just want to go back to where you had back pain and mm-hmm. you started and you were in a desk job, I guess at the time you were sitting down a lot. Was there anything specific that you did that helped or was it like, what did you do that helped yourself? I'm just curious what you did. You know what? It was just doing more types of different things. So at the the time I was very active. I did lots of CrossFit, which is kind of like lots of lifting, that kind of thing, which was great for my strength and my fitness. But yeah, it wasn't helping with my back because it's one of those things that's very single plane, right? You're forwards and backwards. Um, So for me personally, it was trying things like, like yoga, like Pilates, um, I even tried like um, like dancing, like classes like Zumba, that kind of thing. And they just they just got my mo- my body moving in ways that it wasn't used to. And I actually first found when I first started doing these things, because I hadn't done them for a while, 
like twisting just to twist like a little bit beyond sort of forwards like actually gave me quite a lot of like you know like a stretchy pain thing but the more I did it the more I got used to it and the more I sort of like fell into it and then also um a lot of strengthening exercises around my hips because where my back was tight you know you know how everything's related right and it was actually because my hips um were sort of underactive and tight so doing lots of strength and movement in those at the same time is what personally helped me and what did you do through your day then because because you you didn't ch- did you change jobs or you or you actually <laughs> started to get up more and I did yeah how did you do that um so so part of the the movement and stuff was during the day so okay. I was lucky enough that I did work in quite a chilled out office that I could get away with doing some movements without kind of being laughed at um so I'd have my little breaks and I could you know for five ten minutes I'd go and do these little these little twisting movements at lunchtime so I used to be really bad so you you know how you sit at your desk for like you know eight to ten hours and then you've got your lunch break in the middle and all of us from the office used to go into the break room and like sit on a sofa and watch tv for that lunch hour (laughs) it's so bad I know it's embarrassing but um I changed that as well so at my lunch I'd obviously eat my lunch but then instead of sitting down to the rest of it I'd go downstairs and do some sort of yoga and stretches and that's another thing that you can use if you're not you know, if you can't move too much during your actual work time, just use your brakes cleverly, mm. I guess. Um, and yeah, just what I've been saying. So I did I did literally do the alarm thing my myself. I did it for every hour. And every hour, depending on, you know, how much time I could afford, I'd either just go and like run up and down the stairs a couple of times. This was really good in the winter as well, because I used to get really cold in the office. I'd run up and down the stairs to warm up. Um, I'd either do that um or I'd go for a little walk or I'd literally um go into another room and just do a few sort of yoga or stretchy moves okay I I love that I I love what you said because so often this is what we do we sit in the office all day and then we go and sit down and have lunch <laughs> so we, we haven't really done anything in our lunch hour or lunch half hour however much yeah. time we have we don't need a lot of time like you said and what helped me actually was I was working in an office that offered classes at lunchtime. And so I started oh, doing okay. yoga. That's where I started doing yoga and Pilates was because they had a lunchtime class for like 40 minutes, which was perfect. And at when I started yoga, I couldn't touch my toes. I could, you know, there was, I thought I was in pretty good shape. Like you said, you know, I think I'm in pretty good shape. I'm strong. I'm but I, I didn't have a range of motion. I didn't have the ability to move in that way. And I was in my thirties at the time. And now I see how important it is that I started then. And now I, I'm, I'm moving pretty good, but yeah, it's just amazing how we just go from one seated activity to another seated activity. And then we go sit in our cars when we get out to go home or on the bus. And it's just like a lot of sitting through the day. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that's what people forget. It's not even just the eight hours. It's, yeah, like you said, the commute. Some people, that's like an hour, two hours, and then your lunch break, and then commute back home. And then when you get home, it's sitting on the sofa watching TV again. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, ends up being like 99% of our day, doesn't it? Just sat down. Yeah. So many of our extracurriculars are sitting. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) we do a lot of sitting in front of the TV, the laptop, the phone, the 
whatever we're, we're, we're sitting an awful lot. So it's just a matter of making an effort to get up. Sometimes what I found has helped me. I know when I was working in, in this office, there were five floors and I challenged myself every day to get up, to walk to the fifth floor and down just to, as a break, you know? And so it was a bit of a challenge or I wouldn't take the elevator. I take the stairs or I park a little further away, or, you know, just those little things I find helped me, but they also like challenged me. Like I like those little challenges. I think a lot yeah. of people like to be challenged. So I think sometimes it's fun to come up with ways of challenging yourself. Just say, okay, today I'm just going to walk to the second floor and tomorrow I'll do the third and that yeah. kind of thing. I don't know. Do you find, uh, do you find that helps with you? Definitely. Yeah. Like you say, yeah. all the little things that you really add up, but one thing I think is you've got to make it fun. You've got to make, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if doing little challenges works for you, you know, sometimes for some people that works is doing it for yourself, being like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, do increase every day. Sometimes get friends involved, like get your colleagues involved. Why not? You know, most people that you'll work with that you'll know will have some kind of health and fitness goal, right? You know, most people do. So suggest that why not, you know, have a little challenge. You can do the most stairs in a day or, anything you know you can you can do the most steps or even things in an office like suggest going for I love this one like little walking meetings so Mm. if it's just you and someone having like a meeting instead of going and sitting down in the office challenge and be like let's let's go for a walk and you know just have have a bit more fun with it and just enjoy moving in the different kinds of ways and if if it makes it more fun to make it into a challenge then do that definitely yeah I love that fun it has to be fun and and yes fun, doable, short, all these things I think are good because that is much more motivating for people to, yeah. to get their heads around. And, and it's actually, it, it's a necessity. We have to make it fun. It should be fun to move. It, sh- it doesn't need to be a chore. It should be fun. There are a lot of fun things we can do by moving. So I, I mm-hmm. love that too. So do you have any specific tips or examples of things that you think would be good for us to do in, at, at work or in our home office or even at home? The best things I would suggest is, is what we spoke about, just moving as often as you can um, and and doing what's reasonable. So either doing, you know, the, the actual, the movements and the exercises if you can, or just just moving in some way. So like a desk movement, that kind of thing, if that's all that you can manage. Yeah. So just like sitting in your chair, you could do movements like twisting and uh, lifting your arms, I guess, or, you know, whatever it is, just moving out of the ordinary, just sitting here kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can find actual like mobility routines or yoga routines to do at your desk to make it a bit more creative, but Mm -hmm. yeah, to start with just, just twist, just bend, just bring a leg up, stretch it. You know, we always talk about like sort of sitting postures, which is really important. It is really important to get that sort of good posture while we're sitting, but it's also moving often in that posture. So rather than just, there's no one perfect posture, right? So even if you've got, by definition, a good posture, you know, you're sat upright, your head's back, all that, that's not going to be good if you sit in it for too long. So, you know, change which leg you're on, you know, stretch in different ways, just change the way you're sitting often. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of probably one of the best ways to just, keep those muscles active and moving throughout the day 
Yeah. You can easily do that just the way and, and just to notice how you're sitting, like, are your legs crossed? Can you, you know, just have two feet on the floor? Can you, you know, do mm-hmm. some hip openers by just placing your foot or your ankle on your leg and just, yeah, yeah just having fun with just the way you're sat could be, oh, could be part of it. Exactly. Good. And do you have any examples of people you've worked with, maybe one or two that that have had some success? I know you have, obviously you've been able mm-hmm. to get beyond your back pain. So you're your best example for sure. Do you have any <laughs> other examples of people who have been, who have had some success and, and how did they do it? Uh, yeah, I do have one that comes to mind actually. Um, say that I worked with a few years ago and um, it's not sort of a pain story like mine. It's something quite different actually. And she actually came to me um saying that she just wanted to like lose a bit of weight and tone up a bit like it wasn't kind of a a movement sort of thing but when we started working together it became apparent that she was really lacking in mobility you know when they got to do certain exercises you know she really struggled to get in certain positions and at the time she actually had two um twins actually young toddlers I think they were like three four something like that and um you know when we got chatting during our sessions it, it came up as well that one of her things she wanted just to be able to actually like keep up with them a bit like her husband like you know played football with them and stuff sometimes and she was a bit like oh, I'd quite like to be able to like play with them too and keep up that sort of thing and um yeah I was training with her for a while and you know she she hit the weight goals that she wanted to lost the weight and got got all that but for me I remember I remember when she told me this actually this was the biggest win of it for me and she told me this one day it was maybe a year or so after we'd been working together but she had gone to one of these um you know they're like kids like soft play areas where it's the, the tunnels are like a meter high and the kids just sprint through them but for an adult it's an absolute nightmare <laughs> and she told me that she'd spent like an hour in there with her like toddlers had been like running about um this this movement that I taught her in the gym it's called a duck walk where you sort of like crouch down and like walk a bit like a duck and she'd just done that in the play area, hadn't even thought about it. And just been like sprinting around after our kids in this little duck position. And when she got out, she was like, oh, wow, how cool is that? Like, I didn't even like realize I was doing that. And I just thought that was so cool. Like it actually made the mobility training she'd done. That's such a significant difference to her life for me, that she'd been able to get in that thing and play with her kids. And it wasn't even a, a thought. She was just having fun and enjoying herself. And I love that. That's one of my favorite things about, you know, mobility and movement that it just lets you live more and have more fun and enjoy your life. Absolutely. And it it's so important to remember that, right? It's not mm-hmm. just mobility for mobility's sake or to be healthy, because that's not super exciting. It's about doing those things that are so important to us, playing with our kids or our grandkids or being yeah. able to to do things like that, like squat down and walk like a duck, you know, <laughs> or get down on all fours. Like a lot of people mm. have trouble with those kind of things, but there's activities that you, you might want to do like gardening or things outside where you struggle to do that. So it's thinking of all these everyday things that we want to be able to do that mobility is really a part of. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just about jogging more or losing the weight it's about the things you can now do because you're you have this mobility and I think that's super important I love that story everybody needs to know that and it's funny because 
for a few years, actually up until the pandemic, pretty much, although I did come back a little bit last year, was I had a boot camp class for, for adults, you know, mostly in their 30s, 40s, 50s. And a lot of things that we did were, were kids stuff like that, you know, walking like a bear, walking like a duck, mm -hmm. uh, doing these funny things that we don't do anymore because we're adults. You yeah. know, we don't have these fun things to do because we don't want to look silly and we don't do that as adults. But man, did they have fun? Like it was fun. We, I don't think we ever really grow up in that sense. We like to move in these ways. We like to be silly in these ways and to be able to move our bodies in such a way that it is enjoyable and we laugh and it's so connected also to our, our mental and emotional well-being. But yeah, I love that on so many levels, that story that you shared, because it's important for everybody to be able to do these things, right? It's not just it is, about yeah. the weight loss. It's not just about the getting stronger. It's about what can I do now mm -hmm. that, you know, can make my life just so much richer, so much better. Yeah. And that's so much more motivating, right? If you're thinking into the future, think about what, you know, don't just think about, oh, I'd like to be able to bicep curl this weight or jog 10k that means nothing think about what that would actually mean to your life and that's so much more motivating to help you get stuck into sort of a fitness program or a routine you know those sort of goals are much more likely to keep you keep you going and keep you motivated exactly well this has been so good I really en have enjoyed this conversation I don't know if you have anything else you want to add but I do have one more question for you <laughs> okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> I know you're young, you're younger <laughs> than me, but what for you, but no matter where we are in life, we are older than we used to be. So what's the best part of getting older in your opinion? Okay. Um, I, I think for, for me, it's be, be knowing yourself better in the sense of like what you enjoy and what works for you. And to put this in sort of a fitness context, I always say do stuff you enjoy so if you're someone that, you know, hates going to the gym or hates running, don't do that. There's plenty of other kinds of exercise out there, you know, whether it's a sport or walking with friends or crawling around like a bear, like you said, <laughs> whatever it is, but just find something that you enjoy. And I think as you get older and learn more about yourself, you're you're more likely to know what you do enjoy. Um, you know, it's trial and error, right? You've tried different things. You're like, no, I hate that. Try something else. Oh, that's that works for me. So you're more likely to know those things. And then it's just a case of once you know them, you do just have to, I guess, prioritize yourself. And I think as you get older, that's something you learn to do more and maybe you can do better. You need to allow yourself to and give you room to prioritize yourself. But yeah, prioritize those things you enjoy because I think you learn them better and mm -hmm. get them in your life and live your life the way you want to live it. Because you know by now how that is, how you like to live it. So do that. Yeah, I, I love that because you're younger, that you're saying that because I think so many women need to hear that, that we, sh we should be prioritizing ourselves, not just now in our older lives, but we should have been doing this a long time ago. And I think we forget <laughs> how important that is. Because, and then we start losing ourselves. We lose our physical shape. We lose our mental and emotional health. Yeah. Because we're we're thinking about everybody else and everything that needs to get done. And it just seems that there's no room for us or for having fun and doing things yeah. that we enjoy. But that's what life is all about, in fact. And just by doing that, if you just followed that, 
you would probably be in in pretty good shape. You'd probably be moving a lot more without even really having much effort to it. So I really liked the, that answer. That was really great, especially coming from somebody younger. <laughs> so yeah, I, it definitely needs to be keep, conscious, doesn't keep it? Keep that with you, Sammy. Keep that with you. <laughs> keep that thinking. Do not lose that. I'll remember it. <laughs> So if any women in my audience want to learn more about you or about what you do, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, cool. So the best way is I've actually, I actually run a free Facebook group where I put loads of, you know, suggestions on there about mobility, moving more, that kind of stuff. Um, it's called Active Thriving Professionals. So if you just search for that, you can just join. It's free. Um, or you can find me on any of the socials like Instagram, TikTok, or those as Pocket PT UK. Okay. And I'm going to share all of Sammy's information in the show notes so you can go find the links to finding Sammy. And I just want to thank you so much, Sammy, for being on the podcast today. It was a real pleasure to be able to talk to you. And I love your spirit and your enthusiasm and uh, keep doing what you do. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a really good chat. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Momentum Podcast. If you want to learn more about working with me, come visit me at debbieharbeckcoaching.com. That's Debbie, I-E, Harbeck with a C, coaching.com. See you next week.